Hello, this is Daryl Castle with today's Castle Report. Today is Friday, November 8th, 2019. On this report, I will be talking about the CIA's efforts to execute regime change right here in America, as they have in so many foreign countries. But I first want to at least mention that Sunday, November 10th, is the Marine Corps birthday. Monday, the 11th, is Veterans Day. I honor those to whom honor is due wherever they are. This report is not good news or happy news today, but it is the truth as far as I'm able to determine it. There has been and is ongoing a great battle for the heart and soul of America. The battle has been raging for many years, but when it first began, is anyone's guess, the long and short of it is that the deep state won the battle and the American people lost. This was the big war, perhaps the most important one ever fought by America. And the deep state has been able to accomplish something that Nazi Germany, the Japanese Empire, and fascist Italy all combined could not accomplish in four years of total war. Donald Trump apparently didn't know that he was in a war, nor did he understand the forces allied against him. He apparently was just a babe in the woods against the big bad wolf as manifested by the CIA. Perhaps that is why he retained so many of President Obama's deep state operatives in his administration, at least. In World War II, we understood who and what we were fighting, but today America is no longer homogeneous. It's inundated with unassimilated migrants from all over the world. It no longer has a cultural identity. It no longer has a common religious tradition, and with the secularization of society, America lost its moral framework, so we don't know who we are fighting, and we fail to realize that an unelected department of our government is manipulating our reality to deceive us and to keep power over us. There is no longer any kind of trust in American culture. In fact, many on the left and their allies seem to despise American culture as it used to exist. Donald Trump tried to fight against all this, but he really never knew what he was dealing with and therefore never knew what hit him. He wanted to get along with Russia. He wanted to withdraw troops from some of the quagmires and avoid other quagmires. He wanted to stem the tide of mass migration, but his efforts have all been washed away by the power of the deep state. One problem is that he is a statist at heart. He wasn't alarmed at calls for government to grow bigger. He doesn't seem to understand anything about economics or have any kind of economic philosophy. Despite the growing debt, he looks for more waste, more money creation. He doesn't seem to realize that he is a general in charge of an army, an army in civil war that has been raging for some time. It is a civil war in the sense that it is two forces fighting for control of one government so they can run that government in their own way. This war has been lost. The deep state was the winner. Now it's in a mop-up mode. Oh, they'll try to keep the union together for a while, but it won't work. It won't work right now. Even members of the same family can't have a civil conversation. People have come to viscerally disrespect and despise each other. Donald Trump is simply the lightning rod or the catalyst for both those groups. Who knows how many regime changes 
the CIA has instigated around the world in the last 70 years or so. I'm sure the number's hundreds, perhaps even thousands. If they don't like the government or the leader of some country, especially if that country is not nuclear-armed, they execute a program of regime change to, quote, give the people of that country a democracy, end quote. But it's really a government more to CIA liking. How did I come to such a conclusion? Such a short period of time? Well, I'm glad you asked. First of all, it wasn't a short period of time because these things have been ongoing throughout my lifetime. It's just that they were brought home to me in a very public way when I heard the CIA change its tactics and admit publicly what it is doing, the tactic all along with the total impeachment effort. I guess Trump has been denied, denied, denied. That is, deny your own crimes. Blame your own criminality on others. That tactic no longer works because the crimes of the CIA and their sycophants have become so obvious that further denial is probably embarrassing for them. The new tactic is to publicly admit what they are doing and claim the moral high ground for it. We are the good guys, they say. We're the good guys because the situation was so bad. We had to do something about it. The fact is, though, that the CIA, under the leadership of John Brennan during the Obama administration, started regime change against Donald Trump even before he was officially nominated. John Brennan, who was then director of the CIA, appointed a committee of CIA operatives made up of CIA and FBI agents to investigate and infiltrate the Trump campaign. That was a serious felony. It at least skirts the edges of treason, but no one seems to care. Did President Obama know about this committee? I'm sure he at least has a way to distance himself from the decision-making, but it's hard to believe he knew nothing about it. Why then is John Brennan still walking around free, making up lies, glaring at us from the TV screens? Because that's the way the deep state wants it. The CIA has brought about regime change across the world. We ordinary Americans have always just ignored it as if Washington has some right to decide who and what government runs the nations of the world. If you don't like Gaddafi and he won't comply or take your money, then he has to go. If he can't be peaceably removed, then we will invade his country and kill him. The normal procedure would be to offer lots of money created by the Fed for the CIA's black ops budget. Sometimes it might be a straight-up quid pro quo, such as weapon sales or purchases, but it's the same tactic the drug cartels use, dressed up in fancy clothes. That is, take the silver or take the lead, which means take the money or the bullet. Somehow it just never occurred to me that the CIA would use this same tactic right here in the United States. But here it is, right upon us, very successfully, I might add. I wonder if it's happened before to a president who couldn't be bought. Robert Kennedy seemed to think so. So does his son. Normally, those who seek power in Washington understand that they are simply puppets of the deep state. They know that the spigots of money must be kept flowing to the various deep state coffers, they are allowed to buy votes by having the Fed create borrowed money, then add it to the debt and to the backs of working Americans. They also know that they must allow the CIA, backed by its sycophants in the media and those it owns in Washington, to foment chaos and war around the world to keep the trillions flowing to the power-mad lunatics who run all of it. 
during the 2016 campaign in a kind of offhand way. Donald Trump asked the question, what's wrong with getting along with Russia? He is finding out now what's wrong with it. Chaos, conflict with Russia has been a CIA obsession throughout its many years of existence. It is necessary to keep the high-tech boondoggles going and to keep the European vassals in line. I said the deep state had come publicly out of the closet, so let me tell you how that happened the other day. I watched a program hosted by the Shar School of Public of Policy and Government concerning election security. I was interested because of the topic, but also because it featured several well-known criminals as guest experts. Former CIA Director John Brennan, former FBI Director Andrew McCabe, former CIA Acting Director John McLaughlin, all were guests on the panel. When McLaughlin was asked about the term deep state as if it were some mythical thing, he openly praised and acknowledged it for its role in the impeachment inquiry of Donald Trump. The moderator said that the rumors feed Trump's belief that a deep state exists there to take him out. Thank God for the deep state, was McLaughlin's reply. He went on to say that it took an intelligence officer stepping forward That was the trigger to unleash everything else, so he's publicly admitting the so-called whistleblower is not a whistleblower at all, but an intelligence officer. That is CIA speak for spy or someone whose job is to go around the world doing the criminal treasonous bidding of people such as McLaughlin and Brennan. The intelligence officer McLaughlin spoke of in reference to impeachment was in fact a CIA officer assigned to the Ukraine and Russia disk, as was McLaughlin. Most likely, the officer had regime change experience. He practiced during the instigation of discord in the coup in Ukraine that put a pro-Western government on Russia's border. So, in effect, we have this very powerful, unelected, rogue army of bureaucrats out there who have grown so powerful that they just know they run this country, perhaps the whole world. You know what, folks? Apparently, they do. They have control of the money supply so they can continue to loot the nation and its people. They have control of the armed forces by controlling the elected representatives who are supposed to control the general officers. They have the ability and the willingness to destroy anyone who stands in their way. By the way, when McLaughlin made the remark about thank God for the deep state, he got enthusiastic applause from the audience, I'm certain that most of the media and the politicians who are completely sold out to the CIA, i.e. the deep state, understand perfectly what they're doing because they are bought and paid for. The CIA has controlled the media in the United States and in Europe virtually 100% for decades. Papers such as the New York Times and Washington Post print CIA propaganda virtually verbatim as if it were real news. There are, however many who are constantly stoking their hatred for everything Trump, who probably don't even know they're being manipulated in their hatred, being stoked by master criminals. It is the same tactic the CIA uses in the Middle East all the time, the Arab Spring uprisings across the Middle East that brought regime change to several countries. A few years ago is a good example. The CIA operatives in a country set about to stir up and exacerbate the ethnic conflict and hatred that has existed in these countries for a thousand years. All of a sudden, that becomes unbearable. 
and the oppressed rise up here in America. The conflict is over many things, many things that never even happened, or they happened more than 100 years ago. Suddenly, the old problems are unbearable unless the society deconstructs itself. These problems can't be solved. There will be no peace. So society tears itself apart, deconstructs in an effort to cleanse itself of sins that no longer exist. The people are angry, easy prey for the vultures on their TV screens and their friends on social media. Meanwhile, the evil one, John Brennan, and the other evil one, John McLaughlin, glare at them from their TV screens. These people are really just celluloid images for most people. But instead of realizing how unimportant these people really could be, they're lifted to positions of unelected, behind-the-scenes, deep state power. They continue their self-righteous lying tactics right in their faces. They show no embarrassment. For example, McLaughlin, in the same program I mentioned, went on to say that the CIA is not a policy-making institution, but its sole mission is to seek the truth. He actually said that, folks. Its sole mission is to speak the truth. It's engraved in marble in the lobby, he said, as if... That somehow prevents these criminal liars from plying their trade. Let me take a moment and say there are many, perhaps even most, CIA operatives out there protecting the interests of their country at the risk of their lives, the names of the dead, at least a star without a name, are carved in stone in the Langley lobby. They really are there. I'm not talking about them, folks. I'm talking about those who decide what they do and when they do it so We have lost the war. We lost because our elected officials, our media giants, as well as those who have retired from the military and even those as serving officers, have colluded with the enemy. Many of them have not only disagreed with their commander-in-chief, but have declared him unfit for office, and therefore he should be removed or at least obstructed so that he can't carry out his agenda of getting along with Russia, these people are extremely dangerous in a thermonuclear world. It's getting really disturbing that people actually listen to them. The deep state is real then. It has publicly admitted it. The monster comes forth as the good guy in the horror movie. It is waging a three-part war against us, this monster. I suppose that's because most military units are divided and subdivided by threes. The three parts are the military, the money, And the voters, the deep state, controls them all. It controls the mechanism that controls the power of each. They are controlled physically and controlled psychologically through wealth, through power, and through blackmail. Finally, folks, it's sad, really sad, because from now on, you can assume that when Washington speaks, it's just spouting CIA lies. Also, remember that the CIA's belief is that elections are irrelevant unless it approves the winner. Sounds too much like the old Soviet system to suit me, folks. At least that's the way I see it. Till next time, folks, this is Daryl Castle. Thanks for listening.